I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft. Thank you for tuning into The Mage as well, your 101 guide to all things witchcraft and spiritual. Hey Mages, this week we're looking at beauty magic. Now this fits in nicely with the fashion magic episode I did a while back. And also next week I'm actually having a break, there will be no show. And it will also mark entry into a mysterious and darker season two. Stay tuned. Season 2 will kick off on the 7th of October. We live in a world obsessed by beauty. It's sold to us every day, and it's linked heavily to consumerism, and plays intimately with our insecurities and our deepest fears. The word beauty can make some feel outcast, not enough, and inadequate. It's exclusive and elite. But beauty to me isn't about bone structure, unblemished flawless skin, and a sculpted body. Sure, those things help, but I believe beauty, true beauty, is an aura. It's a presence. It's a state of mind, a way of being. And it's an expression of self, without shame, without fear. And it's expressed to its fullest potential based on the individual. Despite popular belief, I don't believe that beauty can be bought and sold. Beauty and mirrors are intrinsically linked. Before metal was learned how to be worked, there were pools of water to gaze at one's reflection. Ancient people believed these reflections could steal away the person's soul. This custom carried on into the use of mirrors, and some Native American tribes refused to have their pictures taken, as they also carried this soul-stealing belief. Was this an early diagnosis, perhaps, of narcissism? If it was, it's certainly a warning for today's beauty-obsessed culture that often does feel to lack soul. Often when we approach mirrors, it's from a place of apprehension, of fear, of anxiety, to assess if we look bad in the eyes of others. 
We correct ourselves, we put ourselves right once again, ready to face the world and present a brave face. What we say to ourselves while we gaze at our reflection has a deep impact on us. Is that impact negative or is it positive? That depends on you and your perspective of yourself. The next time you look into a mirror, go with the intent of finding something incredible about yourself and try to generate feelings of love and compassion. Beauty standards are forever changing and today it's very subjective. In Victorian England, pale skin symbolized wealth as it meant you didn't have to work outside. While the Tudors went through a phase of blackening their teeth, so to mimic Queen Elizabeth's poor dental health, she consumed a lot of sugar and missing teeth or no teeth at all was another symbol for wealth. Meanwhile, in Central America, the Mayans viewed high sloping foreheads with elongated skulls as beautiful, as well as crossed eyes, and they would achieve this skull shape by attaching planks of wood to a newborn's head, and to get crossed eyes, a bead would be attached to dangle in front of the child so it would focus on it and develop inward pointing eyes. Cleopatra, an ancient beauty queen, appears from coins at the time to have a large hooked nose something that today we wouldn't necessarily see as attractive. I want you to throw away this notion of beauty being VIP only and say that today's episode is inclusive. This is meant for anyone and everyone and if you don't see yourself as beautiful then it's especially for you. My intent isn't to make you beautiful for those you're trying to attract, this is for yourself. We should all have that feeling of being comfortable in our own skin and be our biggest cheerleader in terms of how we look. I'd ask you to use these beauty rituals and spells with the intent of empowering yourself and not for the pleasure of others. Generally speaking, Venus is the go-to goddess when working with beauty. She governs Fridays, after sunset would be a good shout, and also if the moon is in Taurus or Libra, bonus points. You could build an altar to her, I think it'd be a great idea if you could set this up where you keep your cosmetics. You could use a green cloth, it's her colour, some copper pennies or her metal, seven is a number so you could have seven of these, draw her symbol which is the sign for females, the circle connected to the cross. A mirror, fresh flowers, these are a great offering. When working with her, be clean and well-groomed, as well as wearing good clothes. Think kind of like a date night vibe. Light your candles, preferably vanilla scented and some incense. And then you could say this Orphic hymn to her to invoke her energies. Heavenly Venus, illustrious, laughter-loving queen, sea-born, night-loving, of an awesome mien, crafty, from whom necessity first came, producing, nightly, all-connecting dame. Tis thine the world with harmony to join, for all things spring from thee, O power divine. The triple fates are ruled by thy decree, and all productions yield alike to thee. Whatever the heavens encircling all contain, earth fruit producing, and the stormy main, thy sway confesses and obeys thy nod, awesome attendant of the brumal god. Goddess of marriage, charming to the sight, mother of loves, whom banquetings delight, source of persuasion, secret, favouring queen, 
illustrious born, apparent and unseen, spousal, lubrical, and to men inclined, prolific, most desired, life-giving, kind, great scepter-bearer of the gods, tis thine, mortals in necessary bands to join, and every tribe of savage monsters dire in magic chains to bind, throw man desire. Come, Cypress-born, and to my prayer incline, whether exalted in the heavens you shine, or pleased in Syria's temple to preside, o'er the Egyptian plains thy car to guide, fashioned of gold and near its sacred flood, fertile and fanned to fix thy blessed abode, or if rejoicing in the azure shores, near where the sea with foaming billows roars, the circling choirs of mortals thy delight, or beauteous nymphs with eyes cerulean bright, Blessed by the dusty banks of renowned of old, To drive thy rapid two-yoked car of gold, Or if in Cyprus with thy mother fair, Where married females praise thee every year, And beauteous virgins in the chorus join, Adonis pure to sing and thee divine, Come, all attractive to my prayer, Inclined for thee, I call with holy reverent mind and then you would give her your offerings and petition her. It could be for her to bless your beauty rituals and tools for self-love, confidence, whatever suits you. The Greek equivalent to Venus is Aphrodite. Her sacred animal is the goat, and her flower is violet. It's said that soaking violet in goat's milk and washing your face with the milk will connect you to the goddess and deepen your beauty. A similar ancient beauty was Helen of Troy. Apparently she had so much beauty that the ancient Greeks went to war for her, and her face launched a thousand ships. She is one of the most famous women in ancient history, and we could all do with some of that vibe. So what were her secrets? Well, I mentioned it in the fashion episode, but she wore a gold ring with the image of Pan, and when she was abducted, or eloping to Troy, it's unclear how much her heart was in it, she carried elecampane with her, the Latin name of which is Anula Hellenium, originating from her name. It's believed to carry her essence and grants the carrier grace, beauty, and confidence. You could also combine it with Yerba Santa, it's said to bring out beautiful qualities about the wearer. Majors, my sugar pot spell, it's ready. We can lift off, and I want your cup to overrunneth. Sugar pot spells are traditionally used to sweeten your life and bring joy. And who doesn't want more of that? I mean, I do. Subscribe to the link in the description, and you can be added. What are you waiting for? There's no time to lose. If you wanted to work with a more masculine energy, you could invoke Adonis, Aphrodite's husband. Adonis plant is a plant that's associated with him, shocker, and that would be a good offering. Though some varieties are poisonous, so do be careful. Also, lettuce and fennel would be a good shout, as ancient women would grow these in a midsummer festival to mourn his death. You could also burn myrrh, as his mother was turned into this tree before he was born. And to invoke him, you would say, 
much named and best of demons, hear my prayer, the desert loving, decked with tender hair. Joy to diffuse, by all desired is yours, much formed, eubolius, element divine, male and female, all charming to the sight, Adonis ever flourishing and bright, at stated periods doomed to set and rise, with splendid lamp, the glory of the skies. Too horned and lovely, reverenced with tears, of beauteous form, adorned with copious hairs, rejoicing in the chase, all graceful power, sweet plant of Aphrodite, love's eros, delightful flower, descended from the secret bed divine, of lovely-haired infernal Persephone, tis yours to think, in Tartarus profound, and shine again through heaven's illustrious round, with beauteous temporal orb restored to sight, come, with the earth's fruits, and in these flames, delight. And then you would petition him for whatever feels right for you. Now, this next one calls for you to get naked under a full moon, and you would act out bathing in the moon's rays. And you could also sing to the moon while you're doing this. You want to imagine the rays absorbing into your skin, and you want to feel its power and ask for assistance with your beauty. Watch the moon for its response. No change is positive, and if it brightens, that's a very good sign. If it dulls, there's difficulty ahead. The Chinese Seven Flowers Bath There are seven flowers that are used in Chinese formulas to enhance beauty, but most importantly, to become happy with yourself. These flowers are rose, jasmine, peony, orchid, lotus, magnolia, and chrysanthemum. Be mindful of pesticides when sourcing these flowers and bathe in them for a self-loving and empowering bath. You could also try this bath for confidence. Make a tea out of allspice berries, cinnamon sticks, cloves, whole nutmegs and pieces of sandalwood. Cover it, let it steep for an hour, make your bath and pour the lukewarm mixture over yourself. Hathor was an early Egyptian version of Venus and Aphrodite, and she was known as the Lady of Malachite, a type of crystal, so it's safe to say that you can use that crystal to connect with her energies and to invoke her. She was also connected with cows, some milk would be a good offering, and sycamore trees. This next invocation comes from an Egyptian tomb, the royal scribe and first herald of Amenhotep III. So you would meditate, go deep into it, and visualize Hathor holding a mirror, the reflective side facing you, and in that mirror's reflection, I want you to visualize what you desire from her, and put in as much detail as possible. Once you feel ready, recite. Oh my lady, come and protect me. Give me abundant life, make me healthy on the east side of the sky, so that I will be established in the horizon. O oh, my lady, come and restore me, O oh, come, lady of gold, keep me safely on the east side of the sky, so that I will be protected in the horizon. O oh, come, lady of gold, O oh, come, for millions of years you have sailed in the sun bath of your father without ceasing. As you ride in the boat of your father so, I pray for happiness, I pray for prosperity, I pray for health. I pray for protection. May they flow from you without ceasing. And then I've added this next bit by thanking her, using different Egyptian versions of her name. Golden Hathor, Het Heret, 
Hetaru. Hetart. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Shoki Quetzal is the Aztec goddess of beauty and sex. She never ages, and her beauty never fades or diminishes. Today she is honoured by placing marigolds in cemeteries on the Day of the Dead, as she's a symbol of the earth. Work with marigold when connecting to this goddess. Offer her flowers and colourful bird feathers, that's what her name means. And ask for self-acceptance, and help with recognising your own beauty. I think she'd be quite good if you were aging and having difficulty accepting your changing face. Ask her to illuminate your inherent beauty. She's also connected to cacao, so you could drink some hot cacao while you meditate on her. Also, please consider the cultural implications of working with this goddess, and if it's acceptable for you to do so. Nefreya is the Nordic goddess of beauty, but also combat as well. She's also quite generous and she grants prosperity. If you work in a job where you rely on income through your appearance, i.e. sex workers, models and actors I guess, this goddess would be perfect to work with. If you've got Amber, it's one of her correspondences, and you could also print off an image of her and her symbol, that would be a bonus. You could make a tea out of wild peonies and cowslips, said to be her favourite flowers. You can bathe in it, or you can wash your face with the mixture. It would be nice to do this before the next ritual, which I got from Lane Mardolsdottir. You need candles and an offering, like mead or even tea. And as you light a candle, say, Sacred flame in Freya's name, cleanse and bless this space. Banish from it all baleful whites and wills, and make it holy and whole. In Freya's name, O sacred flame, so be it. Hail, blot gladia. And walk around the space, using the candle to bless and illuminate it. And then you would say, Hail to Freya, cat's chariot riding. Hail to Freya, in passion abiding. Hail to Freya, in gold-red lust screaming. Hail to Freya, in deep say trance dreaming. Hail to Freya, on falcon wings flying. Hail to Freya, in dwarven bed sighing. Hail to Mardol, in brightness and beauty. Hail Blot Gladia, in your sacred duty. Hail to Freya, in passion and power. Hail to Freya, bright Vanahelm's flower. Hail to Freya, Vanadis, be welcome in your shrine. Be welcome, my home. Be welcome in my life. And give her the offerings and talk about them as you do, kind of like a show and tell, finishing with Hail Freya after each one, then tell her why you've invoked her and meditate on her image. Easy hacks. Now sigils are really effective and an easy way to incorporate magic into beauty rituals. You can draw sigils into makeup, on your face and body, with oils and moisturisers before rubbing them in, shaving creams as well, anything, get creative. Putting crystals into powdered deodorants, toothpastes, shampoos and conditioners, moisturisers and lotions, they're all really easy hacks to imbue it with the energy of that crystal. Just make sure the crystal won't react with whatever you put it in. Generally speaking, any type of quartz is usually a decent and safe stone to work with. Shaving is a great way to imbue feelings of renewal and transformation, as well as exfoliating. 
Maybe you could chant a mantra that mirrors these feelings of transformation as you do it. Also, I would say make your own skincare. It's dead easy and there are countless recipes online. I make all my own stuff from lip balms to day and night oils. It's easy, you know exactly what's going into it and you can charge them and put your intent into them. And you can even hack the scents in terms of their correspondence to achieve the desired result. The ancient Egyptians, both men and women, would line their eyes not only as a way to beautify themselves, but it would also protect the eyes from the sun's rays, and it was also believed to ward off the evil eye. Burning fumatory is said to bestow beauty to those who inhale its smell. Burn it when working magically with beauty, or even when you're pampering yourself and you need a boost. Drinking calendula, roses and hibiscus encourage self-love and acceptance. You could also try growing these. And majors, that's it. That's a wrap for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. My intent with this podcast is to provide guidance and inspiration for those on their spiritual path. I also want to connect you to information that is both useful and reliable. Would you like to support me and encourage me in creating more episodes? With your support, I can give the podcast more time and create more quality content. You can support me through Patreon and gain access to exclusive content and be part of the Majors World community, as well as being in the communal sugar pot spell. The link is in the episode description. You could also support me by following my Instagram at the Majors Well, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, and telling your friends about the show. Please get in touch with anything you'd wish to share at themajorswell at gmail.com, and you may just get featured. A big thank you to Coral St. Clair for the podcast artwork, and to Cecily Klim for editing. This week, the poem is an extract from Beautiful by Carol Ann Duffy. She was born from an egg. A daughter of the gods, divinely fair, a pearl, drop-dead, gorgeous, beautiful, a peach, a child of grace, a stunner in her face, the star-like sorrows of immortal eyes, who looked there, loved. She won the heart of every man she saw, they stood in line, sighed, knelt, beseeched be mine, she married one, but every other's mother's son swore to be true to her, till death enchanted by the perfume of her breath, her skin's celebrity. So when she took a lover, fled, was nowhere to be seen, her side of the bed unslept in, cold, the small coin of her wedding ring, left on the bedside table like a tip, the wardrobe empty, of the drama of her clothes, it was war. A thousand ships, on every one a thousand men, each heaving at an oar, each with her face before his stinging eyes, her name tattooed upon the muscle of his arm, a handkerchief she dropped once for his lucky charm, each seeing her as a local girl, made good, the girl next door, a princess with a common touch, queen of his heart, pin-up, superstar, the heads of every coin he tossed, the smile on every note he's bet at cards, bragged and shoved across a thousand miles of sea. Meanwhile, lovely she lay high up, in a foreign castle's walls, clasped, in a hero's brawn, loved, and loved, and loved again, 
Her cries like the birds of calamities, drifting down to the boys at the gates, who march now to the syllables of her name. Beauty is fake, some said. She turned into a cloud and floated home, falling there like rain or tears upon her husband's face. Some said her lover woke to find her gone, his sword and clothes gone too, before they sliced a last grin in his throat. Some swore they saw her smuggled on a boat dressed as a boy, rowed to a ship where they slid away at dusk, beckoned by a finger of the moon. Some vowed that they were in the crowd, that saw her home, stirred up at her body as it swung there on a creaking rope, and noticed how the black silk of her dress clung to her form, a stylish shroud. Her maid who loved her most refused to say one word to anyone at any time, or do pace, would not describe one aspect of her face, or tell one anecdote about her life and loves, but lived alone and kept a little bird inside a cage. Peace out, witches, and get ready for season two. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.